0: Gray Fox. Thanks,
1: You waiting huh
2: hello and welcome to grey fox plays games the video games podcast where a bunch of friends jump on a podcast every fortnight or so to talk about what they love what they hate in that sweet sweet world of video games it is the first pod of 2024 but guess what it's that same pod same great taste but i'm going to bring in the trophy man a man who i thought had cloud strife up on his shelf and he told me about some dragon ball something to do with the letter z hebig how are you doing sir
3: i'm good thank you yeah that's uh, that's gohan up there uh yeah i'm very good thank you
2: go hard or go home hey <laughs> Bance. and uh the next man our man in spain our man who what are you drinking there sir that looks like a, a lovely coffee of some kind
1: it is a decaffeinated coffee
2: that looks that is that a giant pint glass or is it just like a ratio thing with a camera
1: yeah, it's definitely a ratio thing here we go next to my head ah normal size you see
2: ah it's- ah good happy to be here sir
1: Happy New Year. How are you, Mr Flint?
2: I'm. good? I'm a bit nasally. I'm still getting... Oh, I had a chest infection and then I got well enough for Christmas and New Year's and then work has hit me like a 10-ton truck and I've been travelling a little bit and I'm a bit nasally and sniffly. But that doesn't make up for the lack of video games in my life because there isn't any moles, producer moles. He's back. He's in the engine room. He's got a big smile on his face. Welcome back, sir. Welcome back. Thanks for having me lovely okay now in the last pod the pod of the year we were going to talk about video games that we were looking forward to but i said hey let's do that in the first pod of the year but before we get into that gentlemen it's been the greatest time of the year when it's just christmas and new years we get to sit down watch a bunch of shit play a bunch of shit eat your butt eat a bunch of shit hemming what did you do over christmas New years what did you platinum? what did you watch enlighten us friend
3: uh, so in terms of playing, I, I didn't actually play a huge amount. It's only been really a couple of three games that I've been playing. I, I
2: bet hemming not playing much is still more than the average <laughs> bear.
3: I didn't have kids to look after over Christmas, which probably paid a, uh, played a big part in that. Um, I platinumed Persona 5 Tactica. Hey? Yeah. Um hey. So yeah... Persona Five for Tactica disappointing. I think I talked about it a bit before. There's not really much more that I want to say about it, other than it looked nice and it sounded nice, but it was too simple for its own good. Um, to find marriage there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, other bits <laughs> that I've been playing: uh, Remnant Two. So this was like a little Christmas present that uh, my partner Steph got for herself and for for I. Uh, it is a third-person Souls-like looter-shooter. So Ooh. it's fully co-op, which is fantastic. It can be up to three people, but we've been just running through it as two. Uh, it's not a spoiler to say the story is shit. It doesn't really make any sense. It doesn't <laughs> matter. The gameplay is great. You have a variety of different weapons. you got your long weapon, your short-range weapon. You level them up, upgrade them. Loads of different abilities and special powers that all these weapons have. Um, and you've also got different classes that you can be. So you can have complementary classes, one being a tank, one being a support, one being a medic. Uh, my fa- personal favourite is, uh, I think it's called the Hunter, because you've got a pet dog that follows you around and revives you. So if you get knocked mm. down, the little dog just walks up with a little Healy pack in its mouth. And it's fantastic.
2: Right, complete, um, complete tangent because mm. that's what we do best for this podcast. Of course. Best video game dog companion. Wow. I'll, I'll, I'll start it going while you're thinking. Do you remember in FF8, uh, the, the, the lady, I can't remember I her name, she was really impactful, clearly. Renoa. She had a dog. That yeah, that was it, Rinoa, would have a dog that would jump on her arm oh, and God, she would yeah. fire it. That was hilarious. Uh, that and the fable. I thought the dog in fable was kind of fun.
3: So the dog in Final Fantasy 8, kid. that's Angelo. Angelo was the I oh, yeah, forget,
2: you're your, 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 your proper gay for it, aren't you? You generally love FF8 almost as yeah. much as, like, like I love FF10. Uh, fair, <laughs> fair play. I, 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 I bought a, a knife to a gun party here, haven't I? Um, what other dogs in <laughs> uh, video uh, games that you've enjoyed? Mikey, shoot. Yeah,
1: two. So there's uh, obviously Dogmeat from Fallout, <laughs> <but there's laughs> a, a very good boy. And also Cerberus from Hades, who is an excellent ah. dog, a giant red dog. Yeah, love that guy.
2: <laughs> I liked it when, like, every now and again, you will just hear that amazing voice. Just go, good boy.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's very satisfying.
2: Henry, where you got? What dogs you got?
3: I'm I'm struggling because you've kind of gone with the ones that were first on my uh, on my list, which would have been Angelo and Dog Meat. So uh, I might just have to throw in All another right. one for Dog Meat.
1: I have two Fair more. Enough. Ah, oh, oh, look, Mike's, Mike has Mike's got, got all a the top dog. ten dog list. So the 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 dog. So right. So there's the the, the first one is the dog from Parappa the Rapper. Yeah, because classic. He he was cool. He was a dog. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I also have you guys ever played um, Stardew Valley? I assume you have. Yes. The dog that you can choose to be on your farm is a great, a, a very good boy. I enjoy that dog a great deal, so I will go with him as well.
2: Brilliant, I just brilliant. Moles, have we uh, said any more? Oh, he's, he's, he's back, ladies and gentlemen. All right, heavy. in. welcome to the party. Tell us your Val- dog.
3: Yeah, Valkyria Chronicles 4, there is another medic dog, so I'm on the same theme. It's a little medic dog that comes out when your person dies and drags them off the battlefield. There you go. <laughs> ah!
2: Ah, oh, dogs are great, aren't they? Moles, is there any more dogs that jump to mind?
0: Yeah, I just had to Google the name, and it's Chorizo from Far Cry 6, which was a small sausage dog Yes. who was paralysed, so he had a little, two little wheels at the
2: oh, back. Oh, yeah, they put little
0: wheels on it. And he had, like, a tool
2: belt going across his back. It was hilarious.
0: He used to distract people. He was so cute and vicious. It was great
2: incredible we need more dog sidekicks in games hemming i interrupted you sir well should be playing or watching
3: <laughs> no problem needs more dog is the always the right answer um, the other thing i've been playing is spider-man 2 i i finally got around to playing the big spidery man and there's there's a game that's coming out that i don't think we're going to be talking about when we talk about games we're looking forward to called uh, suicide squad Kill the Justice League. That's made by a company called Rocksteady. Ah, oh. that should be making games. <laughs> Never like heard of this. it. Did I
2: pedigree? Did I pedigree this area?
3: <laughs> yeah, what well, they, they? Yeah, it turns out they made three of the best superhero games ever made, and uh, Insomniac went, "Ooh,
2: these are Got good." Got amnesia?
3: No, not amnesia. Uh, Insomniac were like, uh, "If you're not going to make those games anymore, we- we'll we'll do it." And we'll do it just as well as you did, if not maybe a slightly slightly bit better, but on a Spider-Man flavour. And yeah, I've been having a I've been having a bloody, bloody lovely time. And in you know you got the Justice League is going to be full of microtransactions. This game just throws you with tons of cosmetic options for free, just for playing the game and doing stuff in the game. And each outfit you get has four different variants. You don't have to spend money to get a different colour. It's just there as an option if you want it. I am having a hell of a time. Craven is a brilliant villain in it. Venom is very fun when you get to play as them for that short period of time. It is a power trip. Um, And yeah, I'm I'm just having a wonderful time. I'm mirroring basically what Mike was saying on the last pod.
1: It does sound incredible. I am very pleased that my my that my hyperbole was not unfounded uh, because I <laughs> I fucking loved that game. I thought it was fantastic. I thought the like I said the, the amount of quality control, the care and, and, and the and the things they give you for free or obviously you paid for the game. Um but yeah, I loved Craven, I loved Venom, I love the whole damn thing. Are, are you are you saying so you're saying it's good, Hemming? Uh, what is your early kind of score and how close are you to the platinum? Give us some lasagnas.
3: Uh, (laughs) It'd be a a definite at least four out of five lasagnas. Definitive. Might go up to being five out of five, depending on how I feel at the end, how long the sort of grind is with the rest of it. But at the moment, it it has felt just very satisfying. You can fly through to the next mission, but if you want to, there's something always just off the beaten path to go and do. Um, I think the only thing that's dragging it... I wouldn't say dragging it down, but it doesn't do too much different from the first Spider-Man and Miles Morales that really like takes it to that next level, if you know what I mean. Like God of War Ragnarok, yeah, but- fantastic game, but doesn't take it to the next level for me.
2: Fair enough. Are you Miles or Peter? Not that you have to live with only one forever, because hopefully i are going to keep using these characters all the time, right? But uh, who do you enjoy playing as the most?
3: Uh, I prefer playing as Miles, because he's got loads of these electric powers that are really, really fun. Um, so you can sort of zap through a crowd as a little tornado, fly them off into the background. Uh, you can shoot them with electric, that zaps between multiple people at once, do a giant superhero slam into the ground that shoots electricity everywhere. I, I just think I like the electricity stuff. That's kind of my gimmick at the minute.
2: Nice, nice, nice. Well, when you've flattened in, and uh, I'm... I'm getting it soon. Um, we'll do a bit of a, a debrief because I, I love the geeking outness. I love the suits. From the previous games where you had so much choice and lore and cool little story things, like, I bet there's, a, there's probably a whole special we can do, a bit of Boko, uh, diving into that. Uh, do you mind if I pass it on to Mikey and hear what that man has been doing over, uh, what's it called? Uh, Faris Navidads and uh, the Kings, whatever time it is in Spain. But what have you been doing more importantly, sir?
1: Uh... To a couple of things, I guess. Um, continuing on with the endless uh, FIFA grind with with Woods that just never stops, because that's what happens. Um, <laughs> I've been playing. I started off like playing, uh, getting back into Skyrim. Uh, my goal is to try and is to try and platinum Skyrim. Um, and I, I think we talked about this in the last pod. And I've been, I've been playing it. I've been enjoying it. It's been good. Um, but honestly, every other game I've been playing, like your Baldur's Gate to the World, which I'm still plugging away, like they've all kind of gone into the background because myself and Moles and Woods and the, 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 the incredible, incredible man himself, Sir Matthew Jackson, have been playing Grand Theft Auto Online. And I can say this without any shred of uh, um, exaggeration, it 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 is the most I've laughed whilst playing a video game with my pals I've ever I've ever laughed in my life. At one point I thought Jackson was actually dying. Um, I was concerned I'd given he 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 was having an embolism on 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 live over 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 PSN. Um, <laughs> the, the the it has been some of the funniest things I've genuinely ever seen. It's been so enjoyable. Well. It started off being so, like, ridiculously difficult to understand what the fuck you were doing, right? There's a lot
2: of things to process, isn't there?
1: how do you play it? Like, how do you even get with your mates and do something, right? It's just very difficult to figure... So that's been a challenge, but the thing that kind of keeps you, like, wanting to keep engaging with the game is just how fucking fun it is. And um, we played... Last week, we basically played every single night of the week. Like... That 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 doesn't happen between four thirty-something people where there's kids involved and wives and all. Do you know what I mean like that doesn't happen these days? So it's been um, it's been absolutely freaking brilliant. I've enjoyed it immeasurably. Um, looking forward to playing next. We've got a heist on the go. That uh, and like Jackson trying to fly a plane. That will live with me for a long time. Honestly, <laughs> that 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 guy is killing me. Um, other than that, in terms of reading. Yeah. Hey. I have been, re- I, I've taken it upon myself to read the entire Claremont run of X-Men. Ah! Yes. So um, sweet. And, and yeah, I mean, what, his run was like 1975 to 91. Like it, it was, a, it was you know, that, in terms of one person writing a comic book, that's like the longest ever. Yeah. Mm. And it's also where the X-Men became the X-Men essentially, because the original Stan Lee X-Men from whenever that came out was, if you've ever tried to read it, it's hilariously bad. There's a reason why they stopped making it, and the reason why it was in hibernation for years because it was so shit. Yeah? <laughs> um, How are you getting on with the... So whenever I look at...
2: When I go, behind, when I go uh, anything beyond 1990, the artwork for me in most comics, especially of DC, I'm not much of a Marvel guy when it comes to comics... The artwork falls off a fucking cliff. It's, it's like in 1990, all of a sudden they said, "Hey, we should actually draw these things to look pretty good." Um, so when people tell me, oh, you should read these classics," you go, "They're good, but like the artwork makes it pretty shitty in comparison to like mm. today." How did you? Is it like that with X Men in the early editions?
1: Um, so it's, it's strange. It's strange for me because if I'm, if I, to be honest, with you, that's what I grew up reading. Um, right. Like that, that's
2: so it's
1: a bit kind of a nostalgia trip there anyway. Yeah, like if in you because like, like um yeah, like I, I had a lot of these old comics when I was a kid. Um so not obviously not from the fucking seventies or like they weren't actually, you know, obviously they'd be worth a bit, right? But obviously. Um so like for me, like when I first started reading Batman graphic novels, like, you know, I I was amazed at the artwork. I was like oh wow, I couldn't look like this. Holy shit, this is amazing. You know, that that was the surprise to me, if you like. So um it's fine to me. Um, I, I, I'm I'm used to it. It's what I've yeah. It's kind of what I know. So there is a difference. Like going back and reading like the original, the original ones from the sixties. Like nah, that's not, I, I'm with you on that. one. that is a bit a bit tough. You know what I mean? Hmm. But some of the um, what I would say with certainly some of Claremont that his um, the the dude that does the the text like the the lettering, hmm. is a fucking genius. And like the way the Clement uses fucking speech in different ways, like it's, it's unbelievable. That's that's the thing that draws you in. Do you know what I mean? As well, that mm. like the actual writing is so damn good. Um, and like uh, one of the things that this, this Clement does as well is that there's this there's a narrator, yeah, Ooh. and he'll narrate on the scene that's happening occasionally. And occasionally, the character will interact with the narrator. Oh,
2: very. And it's just wall.
1: fucking weird. It's just, it's really weird how it happens. Um, but yeah, it's very fun. It's very fun. Um, it's uh, delivering me some, some delicious X-Men-ness. Because um, I watched... I, I took it upon myself also to watch all of the X-Men films over Christmas. That was one thing I did do in terms of watching. I watched them all, including uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine.
2: Nice. Uh, did you did you watch New Mutants as well? <laughs> Don't be silly. <laughs> oh, yeah, when like, when no, I, when no I say watch I that, watched all Disney. of the <laughs>
1: X-Men, I did not watch that pile of shit. Don't be silly.
2: Um, <laughs> now you've revisited them, like... There's usually the whole thing of X Men Three was the rubbish one, X Two was the go, and like that sort of thing. Does that still hold true, or were we just children back then? Like
1: Um X Men Two is really good. I will, I will say I really enjoyed, and the, the rewatch of that was was great. I really enjoyed that. X Men One looks terrible. The like it's obviously two thousand. Yeah, it's bad. Everything look everything looks like like the CGI looks bad and the sets look like they're fall over. Do you know what I mean? It's just a bit mm. like, it looks a bit nasty, a little bit cheap. Um, X-Men 3, I thought it was hilarious. I, 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 had, a, I had a riot watching that film. I, I it was Because as a kid, I was like, why are they killing off everyone? But then when you watch it back again, it's just so funny. It's so funny. And I... I loved it. I, I genuinely really I, I I enjoyed myself immeasurably watching X Men Three. I just it's just ridiculous. I just want- remember
2: when. Oh, sorry, boss. I just remembered when they introduced Beast as like an Easter egg in the first movie, right? Like he was just on TV and like Hank McCoy is on, on. And then in the third film. They've got obviously Kelsey Grammer and everything else. And they tried to like crowbar in some dialogue to make it sound like he's always been there when he's just walking down a corridor with Wolverine in their suits. And he just goes, I'm surprised this still fits me. And I was like, ha, (laughs) yeah, that go. He's there all along now. It's fine. (laughs) I I got such a soft spot in those movies, but every now and again, X-Men will just be on TV for like no Mm -hmm. reason. And then they'll be like, oh, we'll play Days of Future Past like as a double feature. And then you'll go, now Hugh Jackman has aged like a fine wine okay like he looks fantastic but I do struggle to believe that this man is supposedly like a second away from being the Wolverine you meet in that first X-Men film because there's like there's, there's literally decades difference between these two people at this point
1: yeah Uh did I th- days of future past was great by the way I watched oh, it it's again. a banger isn't it? It's such a great film. Um, it was the
2: I... Avengers level movie of the X-Men, like it was just yeah. like it felt like it was a, a combination of storytelling and it was done really well.
0: CA: you know you know why the third one in the original trilogy is so bad because the uh, director. it uh, had no input from the great David Hayter.
2: That's why. He, yeah, he wrote X2, didn't
0: he? One and two. Three? Oh, where's he gone?:
2: Yeah. Needs more, <laughs> Needs more snake.
1: Everything could could use more snake. Um as for Apocalypse and Dark Phoenix, wow. Well, um Why did you there, do it? There's to yourself? A, there's there's a scene in Apocalypse where um Magneto is is on the phone. Uh he's on the phone to someone is well, on the phone, but obviously Charles is tapping into his brain, right? And but also, did you know this? A little fact, the films. Were the ones that invented Magneto's helmet being used to stop Xavier getting into his mind? Never a yeah. thing. Never yeah. a thing before. Never a thing. Yeah. They, it was in the comics because it looked cool. That's all it was. Um, but no, he's on it's the phone. It's cool. It's, to a, it's Xavier. a
2: kind of a cool dynamic, though. Uh, it's cool. Like, it's I thought cool. it was pretty cool writing.
1: Um, so he's on the phone to Xavier, or I say on the mind phone to Xavier, <laughs> and Apocalypse is in the background uh, essentially giving uh, Angel a makeover. <laughs> and it's just like, I was just sitting there like, the fuck is he doing? He's like a hairdresser or something. Like it was just like this yeah. guy's meant to be the big bad booty daddy and he's just like literally like oh a little bit off the side there. Like, you know, it's so like, what is going on here? Like what is this? Um yeah, a very strange film. Enjoyable still because I love apocalypse. Yeah, but but not I don't ever <laughs> want to see it again. The last film at oh, Dark mate. Phoenix man Holy fuck. Like, what, what are we doing here? Why are we relying so much on, on Sophie Turner's acting ability? Like, the thing is, the thing with, the thing with, the, with Phoenix is that Jean Grey is meant to be likable. You're meant to like her. Yeah. So yeah. when this happens to her, you're meant to care about it. Right. I hate her. Yeah. She's the most unlikable fucking person in the entire fucking cinematic universe. And it's like, so when she's like, you know, things are happening to her. And it all like the and the entire backstory of it is like oh it happened once and then now she's Phoenix. And it's like, well you've yeah. rushed this, haven't you? You're more. Is she supposed like... to
2: have like an actual established period of time of being a really strong contributor and leader to the X Men, so, so that when these things happen, it's a massive like holy shit. She's like turned.
1: So when Jean Grey in the comics, she becomes Phoenix, right? She yep. was Phoenix for like 40 episodes, 40 comics. She was, she was Phoenix for fucking ever. Yeah. She was Phoenix yep. forever. Yeah. And then she became Dark Phoenix. No, no. They literally did that in the space of 20 minutes in the film. And it's like, oh, okay. Great. Why it's should just, I care? And it's just, yeah. Weird. Anyway, yeah. I'll stop talking now.
2: Oh, no, so I, I generally agree with you that there are some really good elements in the first class quadrility or whatever bloody number they actually went to in the end but i will say on apocalypse with oscar isaacs did they just not size him up and just basically oh fuck it you just wear a bit of everything bit of ivanoose from power rangers will make you a bit blue and uh, yeah are you gonna work out or not you know what who cares yeah brian zinger's got other fish to fry at the moment <laughs> we'll focus on on something else
1: i think he was good I thought he did all he done, right. He you know? done with what he's he got. Done, he worked it. Yeah. Yeah. But like, yeah, it was just a waste of everyone's time. Like when I finished it, I was like, that was a waste of everyone's time. Uh, it's just like, eh, I'm not really, I don't really care. The one thing I did find strange about the latter two films is they turn, like Charles Xavier is a twat, right? He is a massive, massive jerk anyway. In the comics, he's a horrible human being, okay? It, he Like, is portrayed as the evil one. No, no, Xavier is the evil one, right? He's a fucking maniac, okay? And, like, but the films never really talk about that. They never really go into that side of it. He's this nice, bald man who can do this stuff. But, like, why is he a massive drunk in one of the films? Like, I, an, oh, aggressive, yeah. an aggressive drunk. It was like, eh? The, and it came out of nowhere as well. It just, one day he was a drunkard.
2: Yep. And he closed the school, okay. didn't he? And it was just like, it was Days of Future Past, like where he was when uh, Wolverine finds him. And like him, he's only got Hank at the door to like no, let not, people in. No, 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 not,
1: not, not that one. It's Dark Phoenix. Oh, is it that a dr- one, oh, oh it's a one. Fucking it. It's that one. It's like, yeah, I, I can get it, fine. But in Dark Phoenix, he's just a random drunk.
2: I've literally blocked out of my mind. Every
1: single scene he's in, he's pouring himself a scotch and he's getting more and more larry as the scene goes on.
2: <laughs> old lad, said. old larry Xavier in the back. It's weird, man. Anyway, uh, sorry. That no, all good, <laughs> man. All good. Just to, just to wrap off on Dark Phoenix, I remember you were texting me as you were watching it and... Um, I blocked out my monks. I went to the press screening for that and there was no applause <laughs> at the end. <laughs> like, we all sat there, I'm like, oh, cool, we're in the big IMAX in like Piccadilly and, and yep, yep, oh, look, a producer's coming and waved, oh, that's nice. And then at the end of it, we were just like, can, can we all just go, please, and, and go home and, and not talk about this? It was, uh, yes, lead balloons have uh, gone down better.
1: I think my my thought of uh, x3 the last stand was it was it was enhanced because i watched it after dark phoenix ah. and, so when, and when i watched genuinely when you watch the portrayal of one phoenix to another it's like well, one is not like the other yeah and one of them is a lot better Yeah, and mm. it's just like and, and it's just so I, I came out of it going you know what <laughs> last stand there's a film
2: <laughs> and, <laughs> yeah. fair enough right mosey uh take us in what you've been doing Oh, well, well festive fun. Mikey's already alluded to it. There's, there's been a lot of
0: Grand Theft Auto um, recently. Uh, prior to that, over the Christmas period, there's been a lot of playing games with uh, the kids, getting them involved. Um, and out, I think it was a couple of weeks ago, I was putting the Christmas tree away, back in the loft, as you do, trying to re- Back
2: into Back
0: loft. in the loft in the cold loft, trying to make room for the more decorations that were purchased this year, when I stumbled across a small cardboard box. And I found... What's in the box? In the box, a, 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 a packet of DS games. So I've been going for playing my old DS, because I found the charger, which was in my random wire drawer. The DS has Happy been floating around on the shelf for ages. And I've been going for it. So I've been playing Final Fantasy III i've been playing mario kart i think it's like six i think i can't even remember what it was i think it might have been mario kart ds uh mario my missus is now obsessed with mario on the ds She's basically ruining my game for me by completing all the levels so yeah i've uh been trying to get the kids to play the old school nintendo a little stick classic a little
1: stick with it as well
0: great great fun
1: a, a, a stylus that's would, it uh, stylus. stylus sorry that's stylus. Oh. I, I, oh sorry honestly,
0: <laughs> I charged it I couldn't believe it still works the damn thing's probably 15 years old minimum but
2: yeah yeah but it's got like lead in it so it'll last forever hopefully <laughs> it's good though <laughs> fair enough fair enough well over the festivities I, I said i was going to get my hands on the um, master collection of uh, metal gear solid variety and um i've been giving it a bang um i'm determined to go in the uh sorry in the law order not in the release date order um in the Master Collection. So I've started with Metal Gear uh, and I've never played this before. Um, Metal Gear Solid is one of my favourite games of all time. This pod is named after Grey Fox for the love of God. Um, I can't be honest, like gameplay-wise... It's pretty solid. All of the features and functionality that's in Metal Gear Solid is pretty much in the original 8-bit games. And that's kind of what made it so revolutionary. Um, like, you can tap on walls. You can sneak up on people. Of course, it's, you know, 2D, side-scrolly. But I will say this, Hideo Kojima is an evil man. It's hard as balls. You need a guide. It's literally like you'll, you'll sneak around and you'll get up to, like, level 2 in this big building. And then it'll be like, a, oh, I've got to go all the way fucking back because i need a gas mask because there's a poisonous room up ahead and shit like that And um, although the more and like we talked about before, how much i love the lore, so i've been reading about all the stuff menus it's the best menus i've ever seen in a game to be honest it's all it's all got the sound effects you know and circles confirmed just like on the original games you know so it's just you know all that great stuff but and this is the but The lack of effort of anyone capable at Konami is there to be fucking seen. I didn't realise this until I actually read through all of the cool menu shit on there. The version of Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2 and the alternate uh, re-release of Metal Gear 2 Solid's Revenge is actually taken from a special edition of Metal Gear Solid 3 subsidence on the PS3. So they didn't even fucking emulate the one thing that you couldn't get before digitally. And then they've just taken the Bluepoint versions of 2 and 3 and stuck that on there. Now, the emulation of Metal Gear Solid is so poor that you know when you start the game, and okay, check all your muscle memories on this, you've just started Metal Gear Solid. What is the first thing you do? You remember when you swim through that bit and you come up and you've and you got to go into the box? You know, sorry, you start crawling for the first time? What's the first thing you do? Do you remember? If you remember this, you used to turn around, go back in the water because there'll be a ration waiting for you. Ah, Mike's nodding. He remembers that, right? Yeah, I remember. And when you go in that, it chugs like a motherfucker. As in, like, I turned around, went in the water, and I was like, why is it chugging? I'm playing this on a PS5, a game that is 24 years old. (laughs) and it's chugging Um, and I'm not saying that you need to make it run smoothly but if you want the haters to not hate so much and the little bitches like me you probably make sure that the intro doesn't chug that's probably like a good starting point, right? Uh, so, you know, uh, it's like it's like someone's made you pizza, but they've done a really shit job of the actual pizza. But the presentation is lovely and it smells terrific. And you've had a great conversation about the pizza. You've been talking about pizza all night through the menus and the law. And the box looks fantastic. But you just go, ah, oh, you've literally just shoved the fucking thing in the microwave. And this is not the the stone bake thing that I was hoping to get. Um, so, but you know, I'm I'm happy because it's Metal Gear, and we're getting more Metal Gear this year, which we'll talk a little bit about in our Stuff for, but um, but yeah, I do recommend giving it a bang. But do not spend your hard earned schmeckles on it. It will be on the PSN at some point in the future. Um, and yeah, let's let's get into it, chaps. We're half hour in. Let's talk about the the shit we're looking forward to next year. Um, I sent you a list of stuff. Uh, When I say I sent you a list of stuff, Polygon wrote a list and I was like, here we go, might as well just use that. Um, How do you want to do this? Have you got like specific ones? Do you want to take it month by month? How do you want to do this? Mikey's nodding. You've got specific ones. Do you want to get straight into your specifics?
1: Um, Yeah, I I think going month by month might be a bit of an arduous process. Also,
2: I guess a bit shit after about made on it.
1: (laughs) Um, I'll, I'll be very frank with the pair of you, or with all three of you. I've only got two. That I'm even remotely excited for. Um, I, I looked through this list and I was pretty disappointed mare, for the most part. It was just like, eh, I mean, there's, there's definitely games coming out. Is that if I want to be kind?
2: <laughs> but that's is that how just I because would... we've eaten so well? In well, the last I think that like, right? if, if
1: you look at it and like the opening of that article does say, look, we've had Baldur's Gate three, Final Fantasy sixteen, Starfield, Street Fighter six, Tears of the Kingdom, blah blah blah. There's been quite a lot of stuff, right? Now, when I look at Things I'm looking forward to this year, um, I had to, sh- like, so number one, the Elden Ring DLC, you know, but I'll, yeah. I'll, let, I'll let you talk about that, because I assume that was on your list. Yeah, yeah. Um, I And when I looked at the other list, like, there's the yearly releases, so, like, the new WWE game, stuff like that, like, I, that I pick up on release date because it's what it is. Um, Dragon's Dogma 2. Mm. Um, uh, coming out March twenty second, um, the Hellsia. early video. Sorry,
3: hell's yeah to that one. I can't yeah, wait.
1: The early gameplay or the, the kind of the gameplay footage of some of that looks absolutely mind blowing. Um, I weirdly, I could never get into the first one a great deal. I've played it a lot, but not far, if you like, uh, in a weird way. But I really, I've always liked what I saw. And I really Mm. like the gameplay, but I just can never get going with it. It It's weird. But this one, it looks great. Um, I'll be, the bit where I'll be horribly frank with you is I'm looking through this list and it's like, yeah, there's lots of stuff coming out, which I'm sure that you guys will talk about. However, the thing that I'm looking forward to the most, uh, I would suggest in 2024 is the Switch 2.
2: Oh, bold. You you think it'll
1: actually happen? I, I do, yes.
2: I hope you're right, because at the moment, the Switch, bless it, we love that little guy, but I think it's had about 18 months a bit too long in the tooth, right? Because it's now getting to the point where most new games that aren't first-party exclusives look shit on it and chug terribly.
3: So I'm just going to ask the question. You think it's going to come out this year or is it going to be announced this year? It will
1: be announced this year. Uh, I am... I kind of feel like it will be one of those things where they say the Switch is 2 is coming out and it's going to come out in 4 weeks. I think it's yeah. going to be one of, I feel like it'd be one of those
2: There's been so much in the world of manufacturing that has caused these rumors because they get like you hear about these massive orders for like what will be the screens for a potential new Switch successor coming out and that's what's causing the rumor mill and that's why every week we're hearing a new, oh, it's definitely going to happen because Nintendo have been working with a speaker provider and they've come up with a new prototype for some reason. I think, Mike, I think your instincts are right on that, that they're just waiting to pull the trigger on the official announcement and they're probably not far away in terms of from the announcement to it being in the shops. I hope so. That's Glorious. That's your Christmas present sorted out then, Mike. I mean I think I think he's I think it's a sound bet to be fair. Do you remember when we done our looking forwards to I listened to our like looking forward to 2023 pod and I called out Atomic Heart as being like a gonna be a, a, an amazing game. It turns out that uh that I was wrong. So I've learned to to not put my money on anything because I also said the game the year's going to be fucking boring. It's just going to be Zelda. There's no one else in the conversation and it turned out that that conversation ended up being quite long and quite complex. So you know, I look at this list and I go, "Meh, not much." That's making me like jump out of my skin and shouting, "Like I can't wait!" But we have been proven wrong on that front. Um, I'm going to be a negative Nelly and say, "Suicide Squad kills the Justice League." That's going to be released on February second. Is not going to be that good. I know, controversial take.
3: <laughs> Hot takes here, baby. Whew.
2: But uh, heavy to your point. Well, is this? You said you said it yourself, like why does this game exist and just kill it? Like, the only thing I'm looking forward to is finding out what they're doing with the Arkham lore as a result of this game, because there's You're been lots of, like, that? leaks. Yeah, because it might be that they're rebooting the Arkham franchise.
1: Oh, do you want Wait, wait, that? wait. Oh. We're, we're talking to a guy that actually purchased Gotham Knights with his own money.
2: Yeah, it was fucking so. terrible.
1: <laughs> actually, yeah. this is a good point, yeah. This conversation's Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, yeah, oh. And the thing is, though, like, I think we can pinpoint it back to because the the two guys who used to run Rocksteady left about... I think officially they only left a couple of months ago, but apparently they've been off the reservation for, like, 18 months or so. And their new studio, like, officially opened doors the other day. So maybe there's hope that, like, we get that lovely Rocksteady magic just in the form of another studio a little bit later on. Um, I will say, though, with Gotham Knights... The amount of like subliminal advertising they'd done. So, oh, like Batman Day, like they bought a bat signal. And in like most major countries, most major cities around the world had a bat signal on Batman Day with the Court of Hours logo to promote their next game. And it's like, why didn't you put that effort into the game? <laughs> like, imagine what would happen if you like made a good one. So, yeah, I must my negative Nelly. Uh, the thing I'm looking forward to the most, oh, look, I'm. Um, I'm. I'm probably stealing Mosey's one, but I am getting on that hype train for Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, baby. Like, oh yeah. I've got some. There's some feels coming back from that perspective. Moles talk to me. How are you looking forward to this game? And what are you doing to prepare for it? Yeah. Uh, what am I doing to prepare for it? Saving. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, it's going to be like a seventy pound out of the box, isn't it? Yeah, it's going like um, um, to yeah, it? be full
0: price. I'm also um, trying not to delve down any rabbit holes of speculations or reading comments on the the latest trailers and that. I'm just, watch the trailers. Yep, that does look pretty damn bloody good, doesn't it? And that's it. Do
2: you think well, Arif's going to die? Who knows?
0: They basically rewrote the first half of the story, so well, who knows what's going to happen? They could kill Cloud who off. Who the fuck knows what's going to happen?
2: Well, yeah, except they've brought that Zack guy in, haven't they? Hemming, you played the Crisis Core thing, which I know is the canon, mm. not canon prequel to this but uh, what's your what's your big bet give us a big bet for Final Fantasy 7 Rebirthing
3: Ooh, uh, the big bet's probably going to be that, uh, that Aerith doesn't die or at least if she it's going to be left ambiguous it will not be as clear cut as it was in the original that is my, my big shout I know it's not really a, a hot take because as you say it's uh, it's been heavily hinted like- that there's going to be a lot of changes that could be where it stops
0: Hmm. Mm. Who knows? I I've
2: think just yeah,
0: I'm looking forward to it. It looks great. Um much more story, uh, much more open worldness, which will be nice. Um, yeah. And it looks fantastic in a train.
2: Nice. My my big bet on that is that the game will finish off at the point where you get the airship and it will give the promise of you being able to control it for the third game. And that'll be enough to hook me back in, motherfuckers. Uh Hebing, give us something about what you're looking forward to, mate.
3: I've I've got a few bits, but I did notice oh, after looking it, through. I did notice after looking through that it's another year where a lot of the things I'm excited about are things that I liked when I was younger because it's just more remakes and remasters. Uh, <laughs> I so enjoy things I remember exactly. Uh, they're doing um, Sui Coden One and Two doing a HD remaster. Those are ones that I would have liked as a kid, but never actually got around to playing. Classic JRPGs. Um, Silent Hill Two that might come out this year. There's no release date yet. I'm excited, but I don't think I should be, because it's Konami.
2: Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd say, uh, considering how lazy somehow. those bastards are, I would be I'd be shocked at this point if they keep to 2024.
3: Yeah, the, the two that... Well, three, actually. There's three that I'm really looking forward to that I'm pretty sure are going to be good. And the first one comes out next week, which is Like a Dragon Infinite Wealth, which is the Yakuza turn-based RPG sequel to Like a Dragon... It's gonna be amazing. I played and watched a bit of the demo. It's just more Yakuza game. Injected into my veins. I am a happy boy.
1: I had a question about Yakuza, Hemming. So I've mm. never I've never played that other I've never played the turn based one, the the, the, the the other one. The first one. Um it's on it's on PSN, isn't it? Ooh, is no. it? Oh see I didn't know this. I what, what's it, what's the name of it? I'm fairly sure. It's it called is. Yakuza Like a Dragon. Uh, right hang on a second I'm, I'm i'm pretty sure i added it to my library
2: i have seen it on there a few times to be fair um,
1: you would love it
3: mike it is proper turn-based combat the main character loves dragon quest and talks about how much he loves dragon quest <laughs> so <laughs> i think you're gonna have a great is time it. Is it
1: something i should be looking at
3: yes absolutely yeah. you like yakuza it's okay you like turn-based I rpgs i do this is this chocolate is that.
2: meets peanut butter
1: I enjoy this. Uh, and second thing, I've heard that this new one, uh, was it Wealth something? Infinite Wealth, that? yeah. Infinite Wealth. Are they charging you to play New Game Plus? So this is the bit that I'm not
3: happy about. Yeah, it seems to be that you need to buy the deluxe edition to get New Game Plus, which um, oh. that seems to be the case. It's not been like confirmed yet, but that's what it appears to be on like all of the little charts. I, I don't know. I genuinely have no idea why. Um, let's hope. Isn't that this that's a shorter game like... as well? No, Infinite Wealth is a proper full length title, which will be about. Have, did they hours. do a
2: release recently then where it was like a, a shorter yes. game, but it was priced as such?
3: Yeah, they did The, uh, the Man Who Erased His Name, um, which was a spin off, which was back to the classic Yakuza beat em up style, which came out at the end of last year, that was uh... only about 20 odd hours. But, yeah, priced at a lower threshold, which I want to get round, but came out last year, so it doesn't count on this list. Um, the other <laughs> ones, The Plucky Squire. We saw a little video of this one. That it's looks the, gorgeous. It does that look absolutely gorgeous. gorgeous. For those that don't remember, you play as like a little squire character in a book, play through the storybook, 2D style, and then you jump out of the book into some kid's bedroom and play like a 3D platformer in their bedroom. I think it's going to be absolutely bloody adorable. So I can't wait for that. There's no release date yet, but it's going to be bloody lovely. And last but not least, the other one, apart from a couple of others that have already been mentioned, uh, Persona 3 Reloaded. It's a full remake of Persona 3, which I played back on the the old PS2. Comes out in two weeks? Comes out in, yeah, a couple of weeks' time, start of Feb. Um, it feels weird to say that I'm looking forward to a game where teenagers shoot themselves in the face, but <laughs> there you are. I am indeed <laughs> looking forward to that. Game. We are That's where we what are. They do. Um, it's it's taking it from what it originally was back on the PS2, throwing in all the Persona 5 mod cons. Just to put it into perspective, back then you could only control the main character of the party, and if they died and everybody else was alive, it was game over. It didn't matter. You couldn't actually ask the other team members to do anything, so you are relying on them healing you, but they hardly ever like did. They just didn't You know just had to sit
2: there and watch.
3: Yeah, you sat there and watched for half <laughs> of the battle, not being able to do anything, praying that they'd heal you if you were low on health. And they never
2: would. That's kind of funny.
3: Yeah. That so is kind of funny. I'm looking forward to this with all the mod cons and the bells. I've seen a couple of clips. It looks gorgeous. The music's going to be fantastic, as always. Yeah, I need more Persona in my life, proper Persona, because Tactica let me down. So give me proper so, Persona again.
2: On the I need more of that storyline in my life thing, good old Brian Cox, randomly, because he's literally on everything right now in every size, shape or form, they got him to randomly narrate the story of Tekken so far as part of like the build-up for Tekken 8. And I'll be honest, like I've got a soft spot for Tekken. Like I generally love that story, the Kazama family, up to their usual bullshit again. And I can't wait to see where they go and where. Yeah, it's, it's a new Tekken on a new on a new generation. Like who's not going to like that? Is it going to be a day one purchase? Probably not. It's good. I don't go spend sixty sprinkles on that, but I can't wait to watch the YouTube video of someone else doing it. And then when it's on sale, buying it later. Uh, speaking of sales and buying a little bit later on only a couple of days ago came out the remaster of last of us two um, or if you were you know like all the smart smarter than the average bear kids if you purchased it on sale just before um, all this stuff came down you'll be able to buy the digital upgrade for 10 pounds and i saw the comparison videos i gotta be honest Henning, i'm sure you've seen them what is the difference if there is any?
3: um well are you talking about... All, there's a lot of additional stuff. So they've added in new modes, uh, such as the uh, roguelike modes that they've thrown in there. Uh, you can now play the guitar in free play, which I don't think anybody really asked for that, but you oh, can. Oh, yeah. You can do it. Um But, yeah, in terms of graphically, it's very, very similar. It looks like they just tweaked the lighting and made that look a bit nicer. And that's kind of it. It's
2: the same picture. It's, it's it looks. Yeah. A fair it's, play. You know yeah. what? If that means that they can actually move on to other stuff now and stop trying to sell the same thing again and again, then I am sold. I'll tell you <laughs> something though. That's that's got me a bit interested. And I'm not much of a Pokemon. I enjoy my Pokemon a little bit. But I know on this call there's a no, there's a lot more bigger Pokemon fans on here. This Pokemon with guns game that came out at the start of this year that's Power like been hammering world. Steam mm. is. Is there a console version planned?
3: Yes, but only for Xbox currently. So it's available on Xbox and PC through the Games Pass right now. Um, It's apparently janky as all hell uh, with mono audio only because it's only in early access. (laughs) Um, Mono... Somebody, I was talking to somebody yesterday, funnily enough, who's been playing it, and they they told me it's got the loudest footsteps of any game that they've played for about twenty years. <laughs> <laughs> Is that like, that oh, old sneaky okay. sneak. <laughs> yeah, tell you
1: excellent. what though, it sold like four million copies in it's three done days.
3: So well, fair play to them. Incredibly well. Um, apparently, it might have a bit of AI chucked in there to create some of their pals. That's a bit of the controversy going on. Uh,
1: but... So, I don't know anything Bro, about uh, it. Sorry, really. uh, but, uh, the, the, so uh, eight hours ago, they tweeted that Palworld has the highest concurrent player count of any paid game in the history of Steam. Wow. Wow. Beating, Inside. like, Battlegrounds and Fortnite and
3: oh, well, Fortnite Anything, anything that you store, can pay but, for. Wow. Yeah. Do you
2: think Nintendo are sitting there going, you know what? We probably should, like, just give people what they
3: want. <laughs> I mean, to be uh, fair, Pokemon still sells a shit ton, so I don't oh yeah, think they're too worried.
2: It, <laughs> it does, but like, it shows that people want like big AAA 3D multiplayer Pokemon and do it, right? Hopefully, anyway. Maybe it inspires. Speaking about jankness, I saw this and it made me laugh that in July, they're going to be releasing Ace Combat 7 on the Switch. That's basically going to be yeah. if you want to cook a burger buy this game for your Switch and start playing it and then put said meat on top of the Switch and then your burger will be ready in about 30 seconds. That is going to blow that fucking thing up. Unless there's a Switch 2. There we go, link's in. Uh, We haven't mentioned it, although we are big fans of this franchise, although it's fair to say that like a lapsed Catholic, we haven't gone back to the church for a while. Um, Final Shape (laughs) comes out. Like... Do we? Is, is, there, is Are we going to do anything? Is, there, is Are we excited? Is this a thing? Moles? Let's
1: let's no. not, Let's not look at
0: it <laughs> until one week before it gets released. Okay? Yeah, that sounds good. And that, let's yeah. do our research then. No, and then we will probably all buy. it.
1: No, because what will happen is some one of us will buy it. Okay, I think last year it was I was to blame. And um, then we'll all
2: buy it. One I'll, of us I'll, will I'll, buy I'll start it. The previous year. And then it's good
1: again, guys. Then, it's good. No, and that's the thing. You'll be like, guys, but look, this is well, Look, all the things you get if you just pre-order it. And then it's all of a sudden it's like, Oh, we're looking at it, oh wow, there's a new there's a new there's a new subclass.
2: I'll get the annual pass. Go on then. <laughs> yeah,
1: go, i get that as well. Yeah. It's cause only cause that, it's new. that way every new season content. you can you can
2: that's what it is.
0: It's just, oh, there's a new place to go and visit. Oh, seen fucking
1: shit, though, won't it? It'll be the same as it ever was, where the first couple of missions, it's like, okay, we're on a new place, and this is different. And then before crap, you know man. it, Moles, before quest. you know it, it's fucking disappearing green platforms in a witchy world with shitty fucking puzzles, yeah? Like, it always fucking is.
2: Mike's breaking the cycle. He's saying no more. Sorry. Did you see that they've released uh, the most sought-after feature that they've been asked since the day of destiny, they've finally come around to doing it, which is you can change your character's appearance.
3: It took them, what, like 12 years to add in that? Yes. How long has this been going now, Destiny? Jesus wept. Wow. Yes. What do you, what do you uh, mean, yeah. change your appearance?
2: As in, like, you know, when you first created your character, and oh. I remember I created mine as, like, a sex robot from the future. Never see what it looks <laughs> like, because it's wearing his armor all the time, right? You can actually now change their class and, like, their appearance again. What, well, like, their height, their weight, their, yeah.
3: the Yeah. The face. Yeah, you can make... What, what make they look, look like without a mask
2: on. Okay. Well, yeah, I know. Like, in the priority list they had... Well, to know, fix, face They've got there, six uh, months
0: of content to fill they're probably looking for quick wins what can we do what can we push out quickly
1: i'll take something i'll never use for 500 karen <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's exactly how their prioritization went though you know that <sighs> but uh but who knows okay while we're talking about games that we think aren't uh, gonna be too great and maybe even a bit of a flop uh south park snow day
3: mm. i no. mean come on no i don't like after it.
2: we've dined at like the, the bloody stick of truth and the bloody fractured butthole. What do we get? It's not even like a ironic, like throwback to like the '90s it, South Park game. It just looks shit, doesn't it? Well, what they the should
3: have done? looks like the '90s South Park game, and that's not good yeah, look.
0: That's it. What they should have done is, if, if they wanted to do a 3D South Park, make it 3D, but make it cartoon-style graphics, like cell shaded, like cartoon, proper South Parky world. Not some, Mm. I'm kind of trying to, you know, throw in some physics and stuff. It's like, it's not South Park. South Park is, what makes South Park good is that it's jank.
2: Very true, very true. So I just saw there was a game called Flintlock and now I want to buy it. Flintlock! Um, All right, gentlemen, we saw the Indiana Jones and the Great Circle trailer that dropped the other night. I'll be honest, I was a bit like first person not for me anyway i'm never going to play it because it's going to be a games pass thing uh, do we think it's going to be a banger or are you on the negative camp like me i don't know i never play because i don't have an xbox well okay yeah. are you, if i had do, an xbox do you like the direction do you like do you like the art direction and the first yeah, person view yeah, of indie
0: i think that's yeah mix it up a bit i think um like i, I said in the chat if this was vr indiana jones first person vr when you're like in a tomb, you have got to work out the puzzle. Sounds like great fun. Um, little action sequences, you know, taking people down with your whip, Wonder Woman style. Um, I think that would,
2: rare, okay. that would.
0: I think that would be quite good. But unfortunately, I'm probably never going to play it, so I'm not really going to follow it.
1: Sorry. Yeah, I think I think it looks great. To be honest, uh, I, I, you know, I, it's one of, they, they've done enough different to intrigue me. And like, if there is like a if there's like a bonus score multiplier for if you get your hat in time as well, you know, if you mm, that would you know, win me think, over actually. Um, I think I think it looks cool, man. I don't think you can necessarily have otherwise. It's going to be Lara Croft or Inchart, isn't it? I
2: kind you know of mean? wanted that, but then I think I don't, know, I don't know. I'm not that. To be fair, I think I've just been let down by the latest couple of indie movies. Um. That I'm a bit of a downer when it comes to the indie franchise at the moment, anyway. But uh, it's intriguing. Uh, you did win me round the idea of if you get bonus points for picking up your hats, then 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 I've started to start to get get the vibe of it. Hemming, what's your thoughts on it?
3: I just want to give a bit of a shout out. Um, they've they've announced it's Troy Baker that's doing the voice because of course it'd be one of Troy Baker or Nolan North, but he seemed to be doing a pretty decent uh, who's he? impression. Actually, <laughs> in the uh, in the game from the trailer, sounded all right.
2: Fair enough. Um, yeah, it's always nice, isn't it? Anyway, gentlemen, there's one game that I want to hear your your hypometer for. Mike, I remember you were hyped, and then when you saw the pre-alpha footage, you were like, hmm, and that led me to think, hmm. Metal Gear, Snake Eater. <laughs> <laughs> are, we, are we thinking this is going to be the banger, or are we, are the expectations a little bit lower?
1: I don't want to go first.
2: Okay, Hebig you're you're a glass i don't know he's leading back he's got that suggestion that said i i'm i'm on the hype train baby okay i i think hideo has been involved with just that we haven't seen him because he's out with his famous friends that's why i think
1: <laughs> yeah, he hasn't been involved he
2: hasn't he, been involved at all but uh, i'm hoping that just copying away. him yeah very much so we're hanging out with timby Shallowly. i really like red dead too <laughs> um <laughs> I I'm going to I'm going to put my balls on the line and say it's going to come out this year and it's going to be great and I'm getting it
3: heavy. Mm. I, I I think it will come out this year and it will be fine. Probulent. It will it will be slightly better than the blue point port of the PS3 version. Maybe ever so slightly. <laughs> that that's the Mikey,
2: best I can if you want say to add
1: about. to that or is, uh no <laughs> oh, I'm pretty much with Hemming on this one it's just uh it's one of those things where I just um yeah the the, the initial reveal was like oh my fucking god and now it, then when we saw like the more they've shown of the game the more i hate it yeah mm. and and i'm worried that like when it, when it, when the whole thing comes out it's just going to be it's just like the only the only thing it'll have to do with metal gear solid is the name you know what i mean it's not going to feel it's not going to have the heart uh,
2: yeah, and like yeah, it, you know yeah, a, you know a, right. hot,
1: a hot hollow yeah so we'll look we'll see um it, it, it'll be one of those things if it gets high, if it gets like higher than an 8 you know what i mean or if like the enthusiasts on the sub read it for metal gear solid like this is actually really good i'll give it a go um i will say I only played Metal Gear Solid 3 like a little bit when I was a kid. I didn't never really. Let it I didn't own it, so um, it would be a brand new experience for me. Anyway.
2: Ooh, well, looking forward Ooh. to hearing your thoughts when we get there, gentlemen. We are coming towards the end, but I wanted I, I I give you no warning on this, so I'm happy to go first. I want to hear your big bets, stuff that we haven't heard of. This doesn't mean releases. This could be news. This could be stuff like that. Okay, so. Spoiler alert: Resident Evil Five will be announced over the next twelve months with a 2026 ah! release date. Yes, Mike, I know. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> um, I think we get. Uh, I think we're gonna, We're not going to get Assassin's Creed for a couple of years. I think Mirage I think has like. Uh, I think Mirage has had such a lukewarm reception. They're probably thinking about their massive roadmap and going, "Oh, actually, we might want to rethink some of this." Uh, I don't think we get Silent Hill Two this year. At all, in fact, I wouldn't be surprised if this goes a little bit like beyond good and evil 2 of they've announced it. they show you some sizzle reels, and then ten years later, people are like at e 3 or whatever the equivalent is in ten years' time going. Do you remember they said they were gonna do that? Yeah, what happened to it um that's 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 there you go that's that's my my big bets um yes I'm, I'm sticking with with those. hemming, what bets have you got, sir
3: oh bloody hell. Um, I think my big bet would be, we've already spoken a bit about the Switch 2, I think we might start seeing talk of, if not actual confirmation of, like PS6 dev kits.
2: Ooh, that's scary to think of, but you're right. Do you think we get a PS5 Pro announced?
3: That's probably more likely to be something that may actually come out this year, if there is going to be such a thing. Um, but uh, yeah I, I think we're getting towards the point where they will start sending out feelers to people to be like here's what we got in the works for a couple of years down the line
2: bold I like it Mike you got any bets
1: um I will make three bets love it each one more outrageous than the last yes precisely
2: um, multiversus will win game of the year <laughs>
1: Uh, I like that game for the short <laughs> while I played it. Uh, anyway, um, I I will say uh, that the first bet that I have is that I will finally play because it came out recently. Golden Sun One and Two on the Switch, yeah, and yeah. that's not a bet; it's a guarantee. It's going to happen, yeah. It, I the reason I haven't played it yet because I think they came out last week. Uh, was that I just haven't had the time? But they are there; they are ready, waiting for me. I cannot wait, and thus, bet number two. They will announce a new golden sun
2: Ooh. to be released
1: at some point in the near future. But the announcement will come this year. And bet number three, in addition to a new golden sun coming out, they're going to announce Banjo 3 <laughs> It's going to come, baby. It's going to come. Okay? We've had a lot of fucking words from old... We've had a lot of rumors old and Spencer innuendo and all sorts. Recently. Spencer's these. rocking yeah. out. I I think it's going to happen and it it, it will mark a partnership of sorts between Microsoft and Nintendo because they'll want it to be able to be played on a Switch.
2: That is bold. I'm going to add an outrageous claim and that is Game Pass will come to Switch next year. There are rumours circling around that all these different conversations are going on.
1: So I also heard a rumour that the likes of Sea of Thieves... Are coming to PlayStation.
2: Yeah, because the exclusive, like you said, it was a, it was like always meant to be like a timed release or something, and was that it? timed. Well, well, the the, the exclusivity deal was like
3: so rarer Microsoft.
2: Yeah, I have no idea then, but I've heard I've heard well heard. Well, I say, no, right. I have my fucking ear to the ground. I've read loads of things saying that like there's been semi like things lined up where that could happen. Maybe they just started to see fuck it, like, yes, we've done great with our critical mass, but look, let's face it, let's be honest, right? The PlayStation has outsold Microsoft three to one, this generation. This
1: this is where it comes from, right? So, uh, and where the rumors have kind of come from is that Microsoft traditionally are a software company, not a hardware company. And they think the best way for them to continue making money is to be able to have their software played on the place that everyone has, um, which would be the playstation and there are lots of like so um uh, there, there's a podcast uh, nate the hate i have no idea what the fuck that is but they said that um microsoft is planning to bring one of its more claimed first party games to competing platforms this year and responding to this claim giant bombs jeff grubb said rare's <laughs> sea of thieves Old could be set to make the jump to sony and nintendo's consoles so i look I would love to play Sea of Thieves. It's been one of yeah. those games that I've looked at kind of enviously for years. So, um, yeah, man, be, if it came to PSN, that'd be absolutely sweet.
2: You know what would be funny is that if Skull and Bones ever actually gets released by Ubisoft, it'll be sod's law that it happens on the day that Sea of Thieves becomes available on the PlayStation and no one will give a shit.
3: <laughs> you say that Funny enough, it apparently does have a release date of February this year. Skull and Bones. It's, it's actually happening. It's, it's going to happen.
2: I, Until I'll a week before it. and
3: then it's delayed. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, Yeah. exactly. Exactly. Just like a Abandoned, which I, it sounds like that game actually has been abandoned. Uh, yeah, who knows, right? Um, any other outrageous claims? Moles, what bets you got or outrageous claims? Outrageous claims? I
0: reckon towards the end of this year, we will finally hear something about Elder Scrolls 6 something some titbit. um who knows what it will be it might be
2: and when it happens sir uh, well, you can you sometimes. can pull out your cigar
0: there we go it probably just be a tweet saying yeah we're working on it who knows
3: um, i have one final on. bet actually if i if i may one final for me and i will bet this every year until it happens that Wind Waker HD and Twilight Princess HD will finally get a Switch or Switch 2 port so I can fucking play it again and it's not stuck on the fucking Wii U.
2: Add Metal Gear Solid Twin Snakes. Um, Yeah, I completely agree. Um, I think it's... And it's Zelda's, like a Zelda milestone this year.
3: Uh, I, I can't remember if that was last year or this year but yeah it might be the coming up to the 30th I
2: think there's like an anniversary like a big anniversary date for Zelda and that would be a prime time to give like me. you yeah. know give you what you want in Dave Batista style um, yeah I've, I think it's though that's the problem if you keep just remaking games and doing sequels to it you're now in that period of time where every year is a fucking 5th, 10th, 15th 25th anniversary of a franchise and everyone's expecting you to do more shit with that kind of stuff Um There we go, gentlemen. We are over the hour mark. I think we've talked it to satisfaction. Unless there's anything else. Yeah. There you go, the fox is out. Moles?
0: I think you're going to get an Echo the Dolphin
2: remake. There you go, you heard it here first. Put on your blowhole, Sony. Um, (laughs) uh, Anyway, uh, until our next pod, we'll get back to our regular scheduled programming now every fortnight. Until that suspicious occasion, I would like to thank Alex Hemming. Thank you. A man who had his caffeine and he's looking like he's ready to rock. Michael Carden Edwards. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that sounds
2: like Tasmanian devils. You remember when you're like, oh, do-do-do-Tasmania, tasmania, do, do, tasmania. Who is you? <laughs> ah, moles. Our good old producer. Chat. Our man who steadies the ship. It's skull and uh, bones. He, he's got to get some skull and bones. On that note, until next time.